Here's what's coming up on today's show. It's one of those transitions where, you know, if we don't know the answer, we're going to find out for you. And we're here during this transition and and we'll always be there to answer those calls and, and get you the right answer whenever that might come up. It's time for financial advisor Ben Schrock to give you the keys to retiring with confidence. This is Unlocking Your Financial Future. Welcome to another episode of Unlocking Your Financial Future. I'm Caitlin Schrock, and with me today is Ben Schrock. Well, yeah, it's a little bit of a different uh, intro. Usually it's me, so uh, let Caitlin take it today. So, well, glad to be here with you, Kate. And uh, today we're going to talk about some back and forth with the the big announcement with uh, TD and uh, Ameritrade and Charles Schwab acquisition, merger, whatever you want to call it. If you ask TD Ameritrade, they call it a merger. Schwab says acquisition. It's going to be under Schwab, so call tomato, it what you Tomato, tomato. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're approaching our, our timeline. You know, as we record it here today in the middle of August, um, we're about two to three weeks out from that transition over Labor Day weekend. So, Caitlin and I are going to kind of go back and forth a little bit about uh, what we can anticipate, um, things we our clients need to know, um, during this transition and obviously being here as a resource. So hopefully this serves to, to you all as a resource. Um, you can listen to it whenever you get a chance. But these are some of the hot questions, hot topics we're getting. Um, so we'll take it from there. Yeah, I thought it would be a good opportunity to um, share some key information about the transfer um, in a way that's a little bit maybe easier to digest than reading um, you know, the four or five page yeah. documents that they've been mailing out to people or and we've been sending letters to here from the office or the thick booklet that they sent that's i don't know a couple hundred pages with all the disclosures and stuff so yeah it's overwhelming you know obviously when when your money's transferring from one institution to the next it's something that we want to take serious and and we want to make sure that everyone is fully aware of what's going on yeah so our main goal here today is to um basically break this down in some digestible chunks for our clients. So let's roll. Yeah, let's roll. All right, Ben. So as you think about this transition, um, I think one of the biggest things that people ask is how does this impact their relationship with BA Shrock Financial Group and their advisor? Yeah. So, you know, that's again, another question. Am I going, am I going to lose you guys? Right. Are you, are you no longer our advisors or did you fire us? Um, and short answer, no. You know, we did not fire you. Uh, you are still our clients. We still have maintained that same relationship that we did as it was under TD Ameritrade. Really, the only thing that truly changes is the name in the top right corner or left corner, wherever they put TD Ameritrade on your statement. It will now read Charles Schwab. And again, you'll log into a different website, obviously, to, to view your accounts. But other than that, no, we're, we're still the advisor. Um, we're still going to represent our clients and, and manage the portfolios the way that we had set up for them um, as it was under TD Ameritrade. Yeah. And the way that I've been looking at it too, right? Like TD Ameritrade was, we hired them to help us support our clients. And this is the same thing with Charles Schwab. We hired them to help us facilitate yeah. our relationship with our clients. And they're, it's just basically a new support person on our team. Right. And ultimately, that, that that's exactly right. That's a custodian, right? That's the, the company that holds our clients' money. As an independent firm and independent advisors, 
we can choose who we want that to be, right? It can be a Fidelity, it can be a Pershing, it can be LPL, you know, the list goes on and on. It just so happened to be that we chose TD Ameritrade originally. Originally it was Fidelity, then TD Ameritrade, now they're becoming Charles Schwab. So um, in essence, it, it's uh, a decision that we've made to work with those firms. Obviously, Caitlin, this isn't a decision that we had anything to do with. Um, they didn't really knock on our door, call us and ask our opinion when they decided to buy TD Ameritrade, um, but here we are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and the lesson there too, is I guess, um, you know, we won't stick with anybody that doesn't provide the support that we desire for our clients. So, you know, if, you know, six months into this, we don't feel like it was a good, good change for us, then we'll look into other options that you've already researched. Absolutely. We're definitely going to give them a fair shot, right. And, and, and see how it goes, but we have, um, talked with other custodians and, you know, we do that every year anyways, do our due diligence on that. But, um, we have them lined up and, um, you know, ready to, to further those conversations if necessary, hopefully not, but, um, yeah. if necessary, we have that in place. Very good. All right. So I think another thing that I've heard a lot of questions about is how are our assets going to be transferred or are, do we have to do anything? Is it automatically happening? Yeah, it's automatically going to happen, um, over Labor Day weekend. Um, so that you don't, we as a firm, as the advisors, we don't have to go in there and click buttons. We're not going to be working all weekend. You as a client don't have to do that as well. It's going to automatically happen over that weekend. If you want to, you can try to log in and look at stuff. I would be very surprised if you could get access to it uh, during that transition period. I'm sure there's a lot of uh, changes in technology updates in that period of time. So nothing they need to do. It's automatic. Very good. Yeah. So I think the specific um, time that, that Schwab sent out was starting at 8.30 p.m. Eastern time on Friday, September 1st. You won't be able to access your TD okay. Ameritrade institutional account anymore um, while they're moving the assets and account holdings over. And then starting at 5 a.m. Eastern time on Tuesday, September 5th you will be able to log on and see your accounts. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, all our clients have accounts already. I mean, they've been receiving information with new account numbers on them. Um, and I might be jumping the gun here, but you know, there's already a placeholder existing at Schwab for them. It's just a matter of execution, executing um, the actual movement of the money. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, Schwab sent out, um, it was actually a nice letter, too, that said, here's your TD Ameritrade num account number, mm -hmm. and here's your new Schwab account number. So that stuff has all been communicated. So yep. when you log in, you should you know, at least save those letters because you can reference those account numbers, and, and you may need to reference them. But it's kind of nice that those new account numbers have already been communicated. Yeah. Um, what about any um, standing instructions that people have established with you or any other team member here? Yeah, aside from the actual movement of money, um, you know, going from TD to Schwab, I, I think this is probably the most important um, component of it because if you're retired and you're living off your monthly income and we got your distribution set up on a certain day of the month, are we going to roll around and wake up, you know, Tuesday after Labor Day and, and the distribution didn't hit my checking account, right? You know, we're being told that it will still maintain that same you know, system or that same process will be in place as it was at TD as that it will be at Schwab. So if you're getting your distribution on the first of the month, it'll continue on that same pattern with Charles Schwab. So those standing letters of instructions are going to maintain that that same you know structure that they were under TD that they will under Schwab. Yeah. So no changes there. 
Good. Yeah. And, and no action required from client. Either. No, we don't have to go back and verify bank accounts, you know, all that private stuff that we've already done in linking your checking account to that account for that standing, you know, distribution. If you have one systematically scheduled, um, that we don't have to go in there and reinitiate that or relink the bank account. Everything is going to maintain that, that existing relationship. Yeah. That's, that's nice. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. Um, so um, one thing that I didn't clarify when we were talking a little bit earlier about, you know, the timing of the account transfer and access is the difference between the platform. So Schwab, Schwab's platform is called Schwab Alliance. Yep. And so that will be the new way that um, you access your account. And that's SchwabAlliance.com. And um, it's a secure portal, just yeah. like we were using at TD, correct? Yeah, TD's was Advisor Client. Um, Schwab is Schwab Alliance. I'm sure there's an app as well um, for your smartphone or your iPad if you uh, choose to, to go in that way. Uh, we've been seeing or in, and have heard from other clients when they've logged into their Advisor Client that they actually now were getting a pop-up to create um, their new Schwab Alliance login. So uh, that's one easy way for them to do it before this transition happens. If you go in there, pop it up and, and follow the instructions, it's pretty simple. You can create your account right there. Okay, so that's nice. The prompts are active and, yep. and out there. And so um, I think it's important to call out that on Schwab Alliance, that's how you'll access your account history, documents, statements, all of the things that you're used to being being able to do on TD Ameritrade's yeah. platform. And we still have our client portal, right? So yes. the, the company that we use, if you go to our website and uh, in the top right-hand corner, I believe it's client portal, you can click there and access that. Um, so that will still be uh, available to people. Um, now again, data feeds from currently TD Ameritrade to that, that software that we're using. There could be some issues there, you know, maybe from a, a day or two with that communicating because we're switching from whom it's generating, right? Whom, whom it's originating from TD to Schwab. So that connection might be a little off. So some of the, the reporting could be off for a few days till that gets corrected. Um, again, I, I hate being very gray about this topic, but unfortunately, we don't really know until this actually happens. Um, so... Uh, needless to say, we'll make sure and do everything in our power to make sure that it is accurate um, and it does eventually feed in accurately for, for our clients to log in and look at it through yeah. our portal. Very good. And so the one thing that I did read too, Ben, was that um, our clients are going to receive two statements during the next statement period. So they'll receive one from um, TD Ameritrade institutional account, and it's typically or supposed to show a zero balance and no position. So mm -hmm. that could cause some alarm for people, but, and then you will get a new one from the Schwab account, which should show the transition and transfer of money over. But I just don't want people to freak out when they see a zero, zero balance. balance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that will, you know, again, with the way that the month ends, so that that's where we'll start seeing, I think you're gonna see multiple statements for multiple months, um, for a couple of months, probably because the, the month ends, what, August 31st is a Thursday, I believe, as you look that up. September 1st is a Friday. So technically, they should still see their full statement from TD Ameritrade for the month of August. September statement, probably the zero balance one, I'm assuming, because um, we didn't get the exact dates on that one. But in any case, to Caitlin's point, don't freak out if you do see one with a zero balance. Also, don't freak out if you see... 
a TD Ameritrade statement for the month of September or even October where you see a dividend payment that was maybe paid out. And remember, when dividends are paid from companies that we buy, um, they go back to the originating source, which would have been held under TD Ameritrade. So you still could see some of those residuals um, follow through for a couple of months. So again, we'll keep an eye on that as well. Um, so and monitor that to make sure that nothing really falls through the cracks on this side. So those um, like residual statements for dividend payouts or things like that, are those those will sh- should be inside the Schwab? Um, it, it could it could flow th- it should flow to TD honestly. Okay. Uh, and then get and then it'll the the movement of money then will be swept over to, to Schwab. I mean it's no different, Caitlin, than let's just say you know someone becomes a new client of ours and they want to move money from their current relationship. Doesn't matter where it's yeah. from. Um, there's many times where we move everything over and then they'll come back with a statement three months later saying, Hey, I still have like 30 bucks in my account. What's going on? Well, TD Ameritrade has sweeping instructions every week. They go through and they try to sweep over any residual monies that were paid, um, typically in the form of dividends or interest that were paid back to that original account. Um, and sometimes it takes six months, sometimes a year, you know, there, there's a, a time period for all that to happen. Um, so that's that's where I'm, I'm getting at. It could be a little bit of time where that gets paid into an Ameritrade account, but I would anticipate that being swept over to Schwab very quickly because they are, you know, one at this point. Yeah. Okay. Well, that sounds like it's, uh, they have, a, at least there's some confidence in how the process will work yeah. and, and they've kind of thought through the details of that transition. Absolutely. So, okay. And again, at the end of the day, that's what we're here for. We're here to help people. Uh, you know, I was telling clients today, um, and been telling them all week, you know, I wake up, we wake up Tuesday morning coming to work. We're being told that it's business as usual. Well, I'm, I'm a little nervous to wake up Tuesday morning and see what kind of uh, firestorm we may or may not have. So, you know, I don't know. We might be a little restless Monday night and, and uh, see how Tuesday goes. But our phones will definitely be open, emails, all lines of access uh, during this time. And, you know, we're here for them to answer those questions. And if we can't get those answers, we know exactly who to call. So, yep. That, that's that sounds like a good plan so um, in terms of what our clients will need to do really the only action item that they have is setting up their um, Schwab login credentials correct yeah you know th- that's essentially it if they if they do that right if they want it yeah um, yeah there's some people that just want to look at their statements in the mail and, and that's it so yeah that's really killing it it in a nutshell it's not that difficult from a client perspective um everything else is pretty much handled yeah okay so they'll be able to view all their accounts in one place that we're used to so using using your new um mobile app is another thing that we talked about too so that's available um from the app store if you prefer to do that um and then if there's you know questions like ben said you can always reach out to to the office you'll have the same paperless delivery options, all of those, a lot of the features that we had should remain the same. Yeah, so. absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Anything else you want to add, Ben, to this, to wrap it up? No, I mean, I, I, like I said, I, we're here during that time frame. Um, even as Caitlin asks questions, sometimes I don't really have those answers. So it is, uh, it's one of those transitions where, you know, if we don't know the answer, we're going to find out for you. And we're here during this transition and, and we'll always be there to answer those calls and and get you the right answer whenever that may come up. Great. Thanks, Ben. So I'm going to run through just um, as a reminder for everybody, some key dates for planning. So 
September 1st, like I said originally, um, this is at 8.30 p.m. is when your access to your online um, account will stop. And then beginning at 5 a.m. on September 5th, the first business day um, after your account trans transition is complete is when you will be able to get online and access that account information again. But like Ben said, if you have um, questions or need assistance, um, we are here to help. So have feel free to call the office and reach out to us at 330-473-1060. Or as you know, you can always email us at info at bashrock-fg.com. Thank you. Investment advisory services offered through B.A. Schrock Wealth Management, Inc., a registered investment advisor. B.A. Schrock Wealth Management is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance and investment products. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or a guaranteed lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. B.A. Schrock Wealth Management is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any government agency. This podcast is a paid placement. This show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation.